0: Is anyone else wondering how far a dollar can stretch these days? Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello everyone, and welcome to today's episode of Lockdown Flames. As always, I am your host, Jess Belmosto, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. And today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. A championship team is about each player being the perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. So, for parts that fit, head to eBay Motors and look for the green check. Stay in the game with eBay Guaranteed Fit. ebaymotors.com. Let's ride eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only, exclusions apply. Well, how is everyone on uh, Free Agency Eve? Right now, we are like 18 hours away from Free Agency when I'm recording this, and is anyone else a little underwhelmed? I feel like a lot of teams are strapped for cap space, and we're going to talk about you know qualifying offers, and the Flames priorities, and my rankings, and... Stinkings of this UFA class. But before we dive into that, make sure you are subscribed to Lockdown Flames wherever you get your podcasts and, of course, on YouTube. Love to hear from you in the comments. Five star review, a nice little rating review combo would, would be great. Does wonders. So today, the Flames extended their uh, qualifying offers to three RFAs in the organization. Ben Jones, Emilian Pedersen, and Martin Pospisil. Pospisil. Um, if you don't know what <laughs> a qualifying offer is or like what it kind of does, basically, <clears throat> I had someone explain this to me like I was five years old. Because le- let me just translate this to you, right? So, teams can extend a qualifying offer to restricted free agents, they can accept or decline it accepting it increases their salary by a certain percentage it it depends on what their salary is at the um like the prior season the season that just ended so it's all about you know do you want to take that or you can decline it and maybe maybe go to arbitration if you have arbitration rights or you can negotiate for a higher salary or you can do what uh, William Nylander did a few years ago and hold out until the December 1st deadline and get your bag. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is obviously exciting. It, it's just part of summer. You, you roll through the buyout window and the – well, I guess the first buyout window and then qualifying offers and arbitration, free agency. It's just – it all just kind of – goes. It just it just happens. But I will say that the Flames obviously did not buy anyone out by today's 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time deadline. So that's good. I, I don't think any of us were expecting that. I, I had seen people flirting with the idea of buying out Markstrom, but that, that's just silly. Very silly. If they didn't buy out Lucic, they were not buying out Markstrom. But anyways, I digress. So let's get back to talking about the Young Guns. Ben Jones had a 54-point season in 71 games. That is very – that's solid, you know. The Flames obviously need (laughs) – they need goal scoring. They need that offensive production. And, you know, you you want someone. He's like – he's big. I think he's like 6'2", 6'3", drafted by the Vegas Golden Knights, and now he's with the Flames. So, you know, it's a – exciting you just get to see these guys develop and you want the team to get younger here here we are this this is what you do and of course uh Elias or sorry Emilio petterson I wish it was Elias pedersen uh had 44 points in 61 games it, again he he was a standout in uh, world juniors and again through the flame season just an absolute dominant Force uh, you, you get consistent scoring from him. You get consistent playmaking. You get, uh, you just get Emilio Peterson. and it's he brings enough to the roster, and I would say more than enough, really, because you know the the Flames, the Wranglers did have a very successful run. Unfortunately, they did get um, cooked by the Firebirds and. It, that is what it is, you know. It, it happens. <laughs> and um, Martin Pospisil had um, an unfortunate season actually, because he when he got injured at camp, uh, you know, hoping to make the Flames roster, and then unfortunately uh, missed missed time, and then he missed more time with an undisclosed injury. So at first it was a lower body injury. And then it was an undisclosed injury. I looked top to bottom to see what was cooking, but I, I didn't see anything unless it was right in my in front of my face. I was looking so hard. I didn't see it kind of like we do with the ketchup bottle in the fridge, but he had 20 points in 10 games. So, I mean, that's two, two points in a game, right? So he he's another one that you, you'll see on the score sheet a lot. You'll see him on the box score and he's, He's a good kid, you know. This team is working on getting younger. This team is working on getting faster. One of the biggest weaknesses of this team last year was the speed. And it reminded me so much of the first year I started covering this team, uh, the bubble playoff season. And I cannot express how excited I am to be moving away from that. <laughs> we're going to see, you know, a lot of young, fun, playing guys on this team. that We're bringing... We, we're, like, like, we are drawing this up ourselves. We're, we're going to see a change in the Flames, and we've talked about that. We have really talked about that since the end of April, that the Flames needed a change, but now it's time to put the action behind the word, because time's ticking, and October, really, I guess September, October will be here before you know it, and who knows? Will Matthew Phillips be on your team? Will Icelandholm be on your team? Noah Hanfen Backlund, Chris Tanneff? Who knows? But before we talk about the Flames' priorities and locking up, Mr. Matthew Phillips, we are going to take a quick break, and I'm going to talk to you about AG1. I started drinking AG1 when I was sent a package by from them, and I I, I was easily persuaded to start drinking it because I wanted to have uh, better skin, wanted to have better memory, I wanted my stomach to feel better, and you get that with AG1, and I think one of the bigger benefits is that it's quite literally <laughs> the easiest part of my day. It's just one scoop and a cup of water, glass of water every day. Stir it, mix it all up, and you have yourself a nice tasting drink. And it is the foundation of daily health. So right now, you can go to uh, drinkag1.com slash NHL Network to try it for yourself. You know, it's worth trying, I think, especially if you're looking to you know, bolster your immune system. If you're looking to just feel better and not have as many stomach problems as you have, fantastic. AG1 is just for you. So it's a micro habit that delivers macro benefits and helps just about everybody take care of their health every day. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five-free AG1 travel packs. With your first purchase, go to drinkag1.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is drinkag1.com slash NHL Network. Check it out. And thank you, everyone, for sticking around and hanging out with me. I appreciate it. (laughs) You know, we're rolling into free agency tomorrow. It's actually on July 1st for the first time in a couple of years. So it, it snuck up on me. I'm not going to lie. I was like, oh, like we we still have like two more weeks. No, (laughs) it's tomorrow. But one of the biggest things here for the Flames is retaining Matthew Phillips and signing him because he is a UFA And it's been reported that he's gonna test the market. I mean, he's he led the AHL in scoring in like back-to-back years. Why why would you be dumb enough to let him walk away? You want a younger team, you want a faster team, and you want a team that can score. Matthew Phillips is part of that solution. It's not all on him, it's not just all on him and Jacob Pelletier, even though like they're two of the prospects that really should be playing at the NHL level with this team. These are the pe- the key pieces you need in order to get the success and results you're looking for. It's not going out and overspending in free agency it, to bring in some guy with some intangibles and, oh, well, you know, I know his dad, or, you know, we, we played hockey together. Uh, so I'm going to bring him in. No, like that's, it's stupid. It's, not a really effective way <laughs> to navigate free agency. The Calgary Flames only have $2.5 million heading into free agency. How far can you make that stretch? Not very. I think that, you know, you're waiting <laughs> to open up the cap a little bit when you start moving pieces, and those pieces have yet to be moved. And I think a lot of us expected Noah Hannafin to be moved at the draft, or maybe Backlund. That w- that would have been some shady, some shady dealings if they traded Backlund right after the NHL awards, and you know he um, just like won the King Clancy. But this is a business; not everything is uh, not everything is like that. But Matthew Phillips is someone that you can afford <laughs> right now. It's not like you have $13. You have 25. <laughs> you have $2.5 million here. And you can, you can do what you need to do tomorrow with that. I think that Matthew Phillips is smart to test the market. He has earned that right. And I don't blame him if he signs elsewhere. I mean... You can say to a player, we're going to play you in the NHL next year. We're we're going to do it. You know, things have changed. We're going to do it. Why is a player going to believe you? Why? I I don't think that it's fair to just kind of write off everything they say. It's just not how dealings work. I'm sure there are negotiations that happen that are going to happen and I, I would l- obviously like to see him back in Calgary. I think everyone that wants the flames to succeed and start getting younger is obviously hoping Matthew Phillips signs tomorrow. I, I don't under I don't think <laughs> it gets any clearer than that. Matthew Phillips sh- should be a Calgary flame tomorrow. I have heard rumblings that it, it will eventually, you know, come down to the flames and they, he's staying. But again, we quite literally didn't know Gaudreau was leaving until like 11 o'clock the night before. So we don't need to relive that. Thank God. Because I don't think any of us have, have the energy or capacity to deal with another summer like last summer. This year is different. The Flames stunk last year, and we we knew pieces were going to be moving this year. Last year, we we thought everything was peachy keen, and no one was going to leave. Well, Matthew Phillips, if if you would like to stay in Calgary, I know a perfect podcast for you to come on. (laughs) But coming up next, we are going to talk about... So while the Flames don't have any cap space to get... Players tomorrow, you know, it's not like they have even like ten million dollars or eight, even eight million. I feel like a few seasons ago they hit eight million and they made it work. They have two point five until they start making moves. You can absolutely offer your qualified like the players you extend qualifying offers to. They accept them. That's decent money right there. And Matthew Phillips, (laughs) you might be close to maxed out, but that's when you do all the trading. That is when, you know, you start to actually see some, some, I don't know, something, you're not what you're seeing right now, which is nothing. So again, I think the Flames and truly every team in the NHL almost has to get creative this summer even if they have cap space. Players are wanting to sign longer, longer-term longer deals. Tyler Bertuzzi is reportedly wanting five years, and the Bruins only want to give him four. Dmitry Orlov is supposedly looking at seven or eight. Tyler Toffoli was looking for seven or eight. So it's going to be interesting to kind of see how this plays out, because I feel like the players really should have something on their side, but this isn't an attractive UFA class. It's just not. There's a lot of older players or players that just don't move the needle and aren't worth the overpay, the July 1st overpay. Everyone that signs on July 1st is overpaid pretty. Like, they get overpaid by, in some way, shape, or form, okay? We know this. This isn't new. It is something that general managers have to do in order to get their guy. So... Coming up next, we are going to rank or just talk about this upcoming UFA class because they, this could not be any more boring. Really, not boring, but just underwhelming. Thank you everyone for hanging out with me on today's episode of Lockdown Flames as we cruise into free agency. Make sure you are subscribed to Lockdown Flames wherever you're getting your podcasts and, of course, on YouTube uh there may be an episode to, uh tomorrow on saturday if the flames do something uh, if not there will definitely be an episode on monday so stick around <laughs> oh this ufa class has been dreaded the entire season everyone knew that this was this this stinky was coming right this this is a bit of a stinker you have uh An aging Patrick Kane, Dmitry Orlov, Vladimir Tarasenko, Ryan O'Reilly, Tyler Bertuzzi, and Matt Dumba, and Michael Bunting, just to name a few. This is just meh to me. The Flames have no money to spend on any of these players, and I also think you're nuts if you go after a guy like Patrick Kane, who is old and refuses to get hip surgery and... Why even invest in him if number one, he's probably going to miss time for being injured, or he's going to have to have that surgery and just eat up your cap. <laughs> like there's no there's no other way to put it other than that. I just I feel like it it's a silly investment. It feels like you're just lighting money on fire. I I am intrigued, of course, by Vladimir Teresko and Ryan O'Reilly. I think that uh, you know. Vlad had an excellent time last season with the Rangers after the deadline. And I don't think these contract projections are necessarily um, anything I would sink my money into. But none of this is real. I'm not running a front office. (laughs) I don't have $2.5 million in cap space. Murray Edwards does. But I shouldn't say that tomorrow's going to be boring because I feel like free agency is always fun. There's always someone that gets overpaid or goes to a team where you're like, what on earth are you going to do there? Why are you going to die there? And I feel like that's going to be the Dmitry Orlov situation. I feel like he is going to find himself a nice, cushy, contract with a team that is necessarily is not necessarily in a competitive state just because they can afford to give him these things and so what I mean if that's if that's what players want to do that's what they want to do I don't know I I feel like this whole U of A class is just so boring You have Michael Bunting. I remember at the start of the season, Michael Bunting was number one on these, you know, UFA uh, rankings. He's like down to number nine out of 10. And he does not move the needle. And it's not just because of his uh, his suspension in the playoffs. That was this year, right? That that happened like two months ago. (laughs) But I, I just, I feel like in general, he just isn't, he doesn't do anything. He doesn't do anything for me. You're gonna overpay for him. It's been made very clear that teams will overpay for him. And then Matt Dumba is also hitting the free agents. Is hitting the market tomorrow. I just none of these players, except really Tyler Bertuzzi, say like, and Ryan O'Reilly. Like I, I would give them a shot. I would you know see what see what they're feeling, but. At the end of the day, I don't know if it's worth the risk when the Flames are quite literally doing the opposite of signing these older guys. They want to get younger. Why not invest your money in those guys? You're going to have to get creative again with the cap space. What works out eventually for them is probably having a majority of uh, their roster made up, or at least a good portion, I shouldn't say a majority, um, a good portion of their roster made up by AHL players. So naturally their contracts are less, so they can kind of tinker with that a little bit. And I think it will be, it will be fine. <laughs> I just don't think the Flames necessarily need to be in pursuit for any of these big names because no one is going to sign in Calgary for The cap space that they have. (laughs) None of those names. Uh, And it just, it is what it is. That's just the name of the game. Uh, This was supposed to be the summer where the Lucic contract was coming off the books. It went right, was dumped right into Huberto's pocket. So in a few years, we're going to be saying, hey, Huberto's contract's coming off the books. And then they're going to dump it into someone else. So it's just a never-ending cycle of things like that, and you just have to deal with it. You might get one summer where you have a good amount of money and can do something, but then you're just you you find yourself in the same situation if you aren't smart about it. So be smart about it. Enjoy your weekends. I don't know. I don't know what Canadians are doing. 4th of July weekend, but I hope you're having fun. And remember to stay safe, avoid unhealthy air quality, go inside, watch some Locked on Flames on YouTube, and um, just enjoy yourselves. So I will be here tomorrow if something big happens, or I'll be back on Monday. So subscribe to Locked on Flames wherever you're getting your podcasts, and of course on YouTube, And I will catch you on the flip side.